2: Hey guys, it's Travis Cronin, entertainment director at Us Weekly, and you are listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Today I am joined, so luckily, so blessed to be here with our two co-hosts. We have the star of Chanel's Art Basel party. It's Miss Gwen Flamberg. I'm so blessed to be here with
1: you today, Travis. Just slightly less exciting than Art Basel with Chanel in Miami, but I love being with you always.
2: How dare you? And the star of Sarah in Paris streaming on her personal Instagram, Sarah Huron.
0: Wow, thank you so much. I know Lily Collins is very threatened by my content, um, but I'm
2: happy to be back. Great. Well, today we have Royal saying quit your jobs, tragic deaths, controversial births, two stars chained together through love, a housewife rapper, and much, much more. But as always, let us please take a breath and start with the stories that made us go woe of the week. This is the stories that really knocked us out of our little seats and, you know, shook things up. Gwen Flamberg, what made you go whoa this week? Halle Berry was named icon of the year at the People's Choice Awards.
1: That like kind of made me go whoa, but what really made me go whoa is just Halle Berry. Like she's 55 years old. She hasn't aged. She looks exactly how she looked when she was like a Bond girl coming out of the ocean in that orange bikini at least 15 years ago, if not more. And I just, you know, I want to know what she's having because I'll have what she's having.
2: It looks real good and i sort of did like her new netflix movie bruised it was sort of fun
1: i haven't watched it yet but i do i did read that she got a multi-picture deal with netflix following Bruised, so it must be if not amazing people are following it and really talking about it so god bless halle berry breaking right. boundaries still
2: she looks incredible she is an inspiration to us all and makes me feel hideous given my age sarah huron what made you go well this week
0: honestly a lot made me go well while i was out of the country and i cannot wait to get into tristan third trimester thompson because you know i have things oh whoa but i'll give a shout out to the bachelor for keeping things moving while i was gone because the promo that came out for colton season i'm colton oh my god clayton season freudian slip because they remind me of each other clayton season is incredible work. No one wanted Clayton to be The Bachelor. No one has understood why he's gotten this gig. But then they released this promo where they pretty much spoiled the entire season because they show who he goes to the fantasy suite with because you hear him say, I was intimate with all of you. And he tells them that at a rose ceremony. They're crying on the stairs. I mean, it's he says, I love you to multiple people. This is what I need. I, I, I think they picked Clayton because he's going to be a bad Bachelor, which is exactly what I want. Peter the Pilot vibes, a little bit of Ben Higgins saying, I love you to two women and while we need a bachelorette to hopefully be able to pick someone to stay with them we need a bachelor to mess stuff up and to really go there and I think that's why they gave Clayton this gig and I take back everything I said I cannot wait for January 3rd
2: happy for you guys and your bastard pod being entertaining again
0: yes oh of course go listen to here for the right reasons
2: if you want a longer recap but you know definitely made me go well There it is. Well, my woe this week was, you know, it doesn't seem that woeish, but was Kim Kardashian last night at the People's Choice Awards uh, thanking Kanye West for her fashion game she started which we love to hear her admit it i am honestly so humbled to be here i started off as a closet organizer and a stylist yada 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 and then she continued so thank you kanye for really introducing me to the fashion world i fell in love with fashion this is a dream getting to wake up and wear these amazing clothes and try new things take a risk i'm so humbled now this made me go whoa just because she is moved on and dating somebody i forget who's dating no i don't for dating Pete, Pete Davidson, it's all I think about. And Kanye is trying to get her back. So her sort of like acknowledging him and thanking him really just added to the confusion that is the media corporation that is Kim Kardashian. So thank you, Kim. Can't Great. wait to see what happens with those two crazy kids.
1: Speaking of that, whoa, I'm sorry, Travis, but you just inspired another major, <laughs> major whoa that I had this week, which is, did you guys see... Pete Davidson and MGK stripped down together into their
2: Calvin's. Did I see? Earl, anyone? you know it's on the news list that I sent you. We are talking about. Oh, okay. About it We're gonna get soon. into it.
1: We're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. But you guys, I mean, that well, made me go. Whoa! whoa. And tell my friends, a lot would come between me and those Calvin's. Basically everything.
2: Anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> Let us get into the news of the week. And luckily for Sarah Huron, we are starting with Tristan, third trimester Thompson. He has done it again, a hat trick of, you know, baby mamas and cheating on women who are pregnant. He can't stop. Um, So, you know, if you haven't heard, Tristan, third trimester Thompson, uh, baby daddy, and on and off again, boyfriend of Khloe Kardashian is involved in another paternity suit. Uh, and he's real, real pissed about it, guys. So Tristan filed an emergency gag order request uh, this past Monday in an attempt to prevent his alleged baby mama, Maralee Nichols, from taking their paternity see even more public than it is. Please don't gag her. We want to hear. He filed the request in Harris County, Texas, three days after the news of the lawsuit went public. Um, in this filing that we snatched, he claims that the personal trainer who is claiming to be his baby mama has, quoted her intention all along was trying to achieve some type of notoriety and gain for herself in this lawsuit. Uh, Tristan Thompson alleges that uh, Marilee uh, inclusion of Snapchat messages that were between the two of them, um, which he denies ever even sending, was an attempt to smear him at her wholly and clearly fabricated. Uh, It's already getting messy, and Tristan Thompson just apparently has more baby mamas and is making his current baby mamas real, real sad. Sarah Huron, why are you not surprised? What are your thoughts on this surprising, but also not surprising news?
0: I mean, listen, there is a few important factors here. Is it shocking that Tristan Thompson cheated on Chloe again? Absolutely not is it a little bit surprising that he wasn't smart enough to be a little safer with, you know, his clear unprotected sex that he's going around having? No. I mean, like it's, it's, it's so upsetting to me and I love Chloe, but it's like, this is, this is it. Like if she dates Tristan again, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but we need to give her an (laughs) intervention. Like it's wildly upsetting to me. And what's the worst part about all of this is this child that was born in the court documents. There is this alleged text that Tristan sent to um, this woman where he says, quote, my feelings haven't changed at all. I won't be involved at all. BTW, if you think having this baby is going to make you some money, it's completely wrong. You are aware I'm retiring after this season. So in terms of support, it will be whatever is required monthly for someone who's unemployed. All you will have is a baby with a father who has zero involvement with the child and a few hundred dollars of child support a month. Like, Tristan, you're, you know, you have two kids, Prince with the first woman you had kids with, True with Chloe. Like, now you're going to have a third child running around and just, totally say I want no involvement like I think obviously this was trying to be a scare tactic so this wouldn't become public and Chloe wouldn't have to know about this third kid but in your heart of hearts you know you have a third kid running around like that's just trash trash
1: trash
2: totally really not a good look read I just
1: I really wonder what Chris Jenner thinks about this I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall about Calabasas when Chris Jenner found out about this You know, Chloe was front and center at People's Choice Awards last Mm -hmm. night, looking like a dang mermaid. She looks beautiful. (laughs) She looked okay. You know, she seemed happy for Kim. I don't think she had her usual sparkle, but she certainly is not, like, taken to her bed with this news. And the reason why I think is because I think that this is the behavior that she's always expected from him. And I don't understand why they are pushing the narrative that she might want to have another kid with him, Because this guy is is not, he's not going to be your husband. He might be your baby daddy. He's not going to be your husband.
0: But what's so interesting also is because like on the last season of the Kardashians, it was like talk of surrogacy and stuff. And even though they weren't officially together, I think she just wanted her kids to be full siblings and she wanted to give true a sibling. And we had heard, you know, they were like talking to circuits and stuff. So there's a, there's probably some frozen embryos out there, there that are. Khloe, Gosh. and it's like, will Chloe move forward with those. What does she do with that? She's getting older. Tristan will, she's not the kind of person who's going to cut Tristan off. I just, that's how I feel. So yeah. he's, he's always going to like be around. But imagine being that third kid or even his oldest son, like the prince. Like, I'm always wondering like what they think about the Kardashians. And it, there's just so many layers to that. And he's trying to get the suit moved from California to Texas because he, that's going to like lower whatever he has to do. Like, he's just slimy yes. and mm-hmm. I, I don't trust him. And I just want to know what's going to be on the Hulu show because we're <laughs> still filming Agreed. and the Hulu show's whole thing was supposed to be like maybe a more serious vibe but, like, we've had World, We've had this paternity suit. We've had the Kim, Kanye, Pete stuff. We have Kravis. Like, if they don't give us everything, <laughs> like, the way they did on the Kardashians, I am also going to, like, freak out. So I have expectations here, and there's a lot that's been going down in between filming Kardashians and Hulu and whatever. So I'm going to need that show soon, and I'm going to need all of those topics to be covered. And I don't care about Kim's
1: journey as a lawyer. I need to know everything else. Since the show is on Hulu and not network television, I have really high hopes that it's going to be the soap opera that it should be. I'm hope. i really hopeful. Sarah,
2: are you you worried that the Kardashians are not going to be overexposed with their personal lives on their television show? Because that is one worry I think we never have to worry about. I never
0: was, but then everything I read about the Hulu show is like them wanting to kind of Make the narr- like Kim like it's like a more serious side of them like I don't want th- I, maybe they'll just be less like gags about buying Chris chickens or something so yeah. that's fine yeah. maybe I think that's
2: what it means be more
0: documentary style and because I mean if so this is the perfect stuff because it's all much more serious topics
1: yeah, yeah. have really happened in the last couple of years so I, don't I know. think it will be a bit more of a docu series.
2: Yeah, I think for. less about like buying pigs and pulling pranks and more just about their dramatic, dramatic life that you're right. Thanks for giving us that Kardashian rundown. They have had a really rough <laughs> couple <laughs> of months. They Thank live right free in my brain, clearly. It's clearly you're like on September 21st. <laughs> Just like the Kardashians, we're going to move on to a little bit more serious subject matter that is so sad this week. Um, Nick Cannon, um, his son, Zen, has died from brain cancer at just five months old. Nick Cannon announces devastating news on his talk show on Tuesday breaking down his tears as he detailed his son's um, private health battle with, I can't even pronounce it, and a tumor. Um, Nick said, I always noticed he had a cough, so I wanted to check it out. He said he always had this real interesting breathing. By the time he was two months old, and I noticed he had a nice size head. I called it the Cannon head. Oh. Um, I know Canon and Alyssa Scott, who is the mother of Zen, welcomed him in July. And the family learned that Zen, who is Canon's seventh child, has been building up fluid in his brain that turned out to be a malignant tumor and there was just nothing sadder than baby brain cancer there is nothing sadder this story was so tragic and really our hearts go out to nick cannon it's
1: so super sad i read that they took zen to the beach on like his last day or the day before his last day and it, the saddest thing is Ugh. to lose a child, and especially a little infant that mm-hmm. just never really blossomed into anything. It's just so super sad. Now, my question, and Travis, you may know this, Yeah. is Nick Cannon with Alyssa Scott? Are they together? Because he's he has no. so many baby mamas out there. Yeah. yeah
2: they're not they they uh, no not at all not for oh. many months since the summer now
1: oh it's so I, sad i feel terribly sad for her
2: i do too i feel
1: terribly sad for her this is just really really tragic and nick cannon even though he you know as i said has many many baby mamas this guy has a lot of heart He just has yeah. a lot of love to give and i feel really sad for both of them this is tragic
2: me too. And it was, it was, you know, just a light in the mood a little bit the day before on his talk show, he had that like huge, let's say, look up the picture in the front area. Things were bulging a little bit on the day before. Oh, I saw it. And yeah, yeah, that was the big story. And then sadly, this tragic news happened. I uh, just, I mean, nothing more I can say. It is so tragic. Sorry to Alyssa Scott and Nick Campbell And then to say the least and let us move on to Gwen. Yeah, you're right. Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson did an Instagram live for Calvin Klein, and it was clearly in the contract negotiations, which I would have liked to been in the room for that they stripped down to their underwear. Hashtag in my Calvin's. I don't even want to talk too much because I want to hear your favorite highlights. Sorry Huron. what did you think watching uh, the beautiful mess that is our current pop culture system, you know, with these two dudes.
0: I mean, listen, what a duo these two are. I think it's so interesting that he, they're getting involved in like a Calvin, like a brand that's, you know, obviously really popular and that Pete is now dating Kim and like, he's in the fashion world. Um, we've kind of seen machine gun Kelly dabble in that we had the bizarre chain nails this week with Megan Fox too. Mm -hmm. Um, so listen, I I'm one of those people who just enjoy seeing these two together. Was it weird? Yes. Did it make me uncomfortable? Sure. Did I smile through the whole thing? Yes. That's that's really all I have to
2: say. I did too, Gwen Flamberg, What are your thoughts as a you know fashion beauty expert on this Instagram live with these two BFFs?
1: kind of creeped out, like actually completely <laughs> creeped out. I thought that it was um, really hilariously funny. I loved, um, you know, that this is a direction that Calvin Klein is going in because I feel like it really modernizes the brand. Yeah. Um, but as I said, you know, I, I looked at those images and I thought everything will get between me and those Calvins. Like there is <laughs> nothing that I want there. But um, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was kind of hilarious and and pretty cool.
2: Um, make it her new Instagram bio. Quote, there is nothing that I want there in this. <laughs> um, it was, I mean, it was, it was fun. These two guys are friends. But the uncomfortable nature of them stripping down to their underwear and talking about pre-fluffing and all of that was just uh, a lot. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> a lot. A lot. It was a lot,
0: but you know that is the point. So I think that is, point, um, I, we're talking that about is, it.
2: And that is definitely the point. They're
0: hotter together. Like, is that like I always was? You know, I'm an. I agree.
2: And when I see something totally, I'm like,
0: I'm like, oh god, I need to take it back. Then I see other pictures of him, and I'm like, I'm all in again. Both of them together, it just kind of works in this weird way. I don't know. It
2: does. It, it balances makes me uncomfortable it out. More. In a good way. Yeah. Somehow they're like both like emo-ness sort of balance each other out and they don't look as strange in this world that we're living in when they're on their own.
1: I just thought that it was really funny and it was kind of like, you know, remember when Adele did her first Instagram live, which by the way, I think was authentic, like her kind of confusion and her energy. And, you know, this was kind of a rip off of that. So at the very beginning I, I was kind of eye rolling, but I don't know. I'm not into either one of those two, but I think you're absolutely right, Sarah Heron, that together they are like a power duo.
2: Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox uh, attended an event in LA this week and they were literally chained together at the nails. <laughs> and I'm just going to you know, put this out there because I assume it's everyone's first question. How do they pee and coop? Is that the first question that everyone had? Because that is my first question. Do they pee together? What if it's a bigger issue? Do they go together? I assume that that is the point of the chain, that they can do anything together. But it made me very uncomfortable thinking about them using the bathroom chained at the nails. I but assume a there's second. a
0: hook in the chain that could take off. But I don't think these two want to ever be un- apart from each other. So I guess that they don't mind.
2: Yeah, I Who think is they're- is the
0: celebrity
1: that had the double toilet bathroom? Oh, oh, Megan Trainer and the Meghan Spy Chan. Kid.
2: So they could hold hands, yeah.
1: Yeah. So maybe they like went over to her house. Maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's so good. It's so strange, and if there is a hook, I don't think that these. I think these two were living in the gimmick all night and stayed chained together, which is beautifully horrifying. But luckily, Megan Fox captions their photo a hot topic couture. So thank you for being able to laugh at yourself and seeing yourself, Megan Fox.
1: Yes. And remember that MGK just launched a line of nail polish.
2: Yes, he did. Yes, And if he you did. guys
1: aren't familiar with the line, <laughs> go to usmagazine.com stylish and read all about it.
2: Let us talk about Rebel Wilson because the world of the country has been obsessed with her weight because she was such a character actor as sort of the heavier best friend. But now she is talking about that her management team was not supportive of her 2020 fitness journey that led to her losing over 70 pounds. Rebel Wilson said, I got a lot of pushback from my own team, actually, here in Hollywood. Um, but I said, OK, I'm going to do this year of health. I'm really going to physically transform and change my life her team says, why? Why would you do that? Because I was earning millions of dollars being the funny fat girl and being in that position. She continued and said, I knew deep down inside that some of this emotional eating behaviors I was doing were not healthy. Like, I did not need a tub of ice cream every night. I mean, debatable. It depends what kind of night it is. And that was kind of numbing my emotions using food, which wasn't the healthiest thing. She says, I think I was dealing with not being a natural performer and having to perform every day and the pressure and internal stress to be able to perform like that. But she also said that Oprah was one of her heroes in her weight loss journey. She says, Oprah, is one of my heroes. She is certainly struggling with eating issues and I would always watch her episode when she spoke about that. When I first started, and she of course started this when she first started looking into fertility stuff and the doctor was like, hey, if you lose some weight, you got more chances. Um, And I just think it's rough that she can't like be healthy without her team sort of getting mad at it. And she looks great. She looks good, big, skinny. We love you Rebel Wilson. Let's move on to prince harry guys did you see what he said this week uh prince harry believes it is important for people to work at jobs that they enjoy and leaving a miserable career is good for one's health he did an interview with uh fast company magazine i know y'all are subscribers and uh prince harry who quit his own job as the senior member of the royal family in 2021 said that job reservations 20, yeah, 2020. Job resignations during the pandemic, quote, aren't all that bad. He says, in fact, um, it is a sign that with self-awareness comes the need for change. Many people around the world have been stuck in jobs that don't bring them joy, and now they're putting their mental health and happiness first. This is something to be celebrated. Uh, Harry added that the horde of people who left their jobs in the pandemic uh, inspired a much-needed cultural shift. He says, well, on the surface, it looks like. The last couple of years has brought all these issues to the foreground. The reality is these struggles and issues have been brewing for quite some time. We're just at the beginning of the mental health awakening. This work has never been more important because people are finally paying attention. You know, does Prince Harry telling you to quit your job inspiring, uh, a little disheartening? What did you guys think about it?
1: So here's the thing. You know, we know that it's been kind of like the great resignation of 2021, like the pandemic pushed people to be really introspective about what they want in their lives. And it's a very millennial thing to, you know, we're in a gig economy to believe that you can go out on your own. Prince Harry going out on his own when he's got millions in the bank (laughs) is very different than, you know, some kid in Bushwick who's going to be inspired by Prince Harry. So I think that... While Prince Harry likes to be the cheerleader for his generation, he needs to slow his role a little bit because he has great influence on people and not everybody can make it on their own. They don't have the bank account, the fame, um, you know, the actress on their arm to (laughs) make money. Um, So that's what I think. Though I still love Prince Harry, but I think that he's like, um, he needs to chill out a little bit. He needs to come down to earth. If you really want to be living on earth with us mortals, Harry, come on down. Come on down. It's like the price is right, but you know, reality based. I agree, Gwen.
2: I think a it,
1: anytime a
0: celebrity like gives certain advice, it's like, okay, well, you know, that's lovely for you, but I don't know if I have the option to not have a salary this week, you know? Um, but I, I I think, you know, there's also different spectrums and whether, you know, your job is an unhealthy, toxic work environment, if you can afford to leave that, I think you obviously should, but not everyone has the privilege to just up and quit their job and wait for the next one to come around. Um, when I was in the UK, I couldn't stop asking people if they liked Meghan Markle. Um, it's just <laughs> <laughs> what did had. the
2: streets tell you, Sarah? What did well, the my, Yeah, tell what you? did you
0: what did you get? What did My you get? cab driver right when I got there had the best response. Um, I asked him and he simply said, Who? He threw some he threw some JLo Mariah Carey shade when I said how do you feel um, about Meghan Markle? So I love like Well, I love a London cab driver. There's nothing yes. yeah, better. Yes. So that was oh, wow. that was the consensus I got. You know, they're still not so pleased about her over there.
2: A true I don't know her. A yeah. true, um,
0: <laughs> I was like, wow, I've been here for five minutes and I'm never leaving.
2: Oh God. Well, Sarah, I hope you also asked them about PK. PK.
0: Oh my God. I, sh- I wish. This is wild you too. You should
2: have because Paul PK uh, Kemsley, uh, husband of Dorit Kemsley of the Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills, in case you didn't know, was arrested for DUI in November after having a glass of wine at dinner and driving on the 101.
0: Glass uh, of ble- wine in quotes.
2: I know. Uh, he blew a 0.081. So I'm not a scientist. Uh, I don't know if that's one glass of wine or much, much more. I'm sure that's
0: a little bit more. <laughs>
2: It sounds like a little bit more to me. Uh, he was held at the station for an hour and driven home by the California Highway Patrol. He was met by former os- officers of the LAPD who were guarding his residence after <clears throat> he was a victim of a home invasion. And I really think this works to his credit because when you're like robbed in the middle of the night and your family and your wife and your children are terrified. I mean there's no appropriate time for a DUI you should always call an Uber don't drive but if there's if there's going to be an appropriate time to get one it is after a home invasion we totally get it again I don't get it at all <laughs>
0: You have plenty of money. Call the Uber. Freaking PK. I mean, call production. They'll get you your car home. Clearly, the Kemsley family has been through a lot. The cameras are rolling on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So it's going to be an interesting season. And thankfully, no one was hurt. So we can, you know, yeah. take it as a storyline versus a tragedy. But, yeah. um, exactly. You're way too old for this. This is not a time, you know,
2: call a freaking car. It's never worth it. Call a car. Call a car. Call a car. PK. PK. Catch you. I'm not going to call a car, but I am going to call for a celebrity birthday boxing mania. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. Well, we have four celebrities who are about to enter the ring in their most glittered, fantastic robes and boxing gloves. Gwen Flamberg, we're starting with you. Okay. Um, Maya Bialik, 46 years old this week, versus Mm. Real Housewives of Atlanta star Nene Leakes, 55 this week.
1: This is a situation when Mayim Bialik's gigantic brain is just not going to help her. I feel like they would get in the ring and she would start like throwing facts and quizzing Nini on, bar- on various, you know, questions, playing Jeopardy hosts. And Nini would just like grab her hair, <laughs> drag her down, maybe step on her face mm. and then box her right out of the ring.
2: Oh, God. So sorry, Blossom. This was not your arena. Goodbye. Thank you for coming. Now, Sarah Huron, we have a very, I know this battle is going to be personal and tough for you. So thank you in advance for working through this. We have uh, iconic singer of Sneaker Night, Vanessa Hudgens, who is 33 this week, versus Adam Mm. Brody, who is 42 this week.
0: Wow, that is hard. Seth Cohen and Baby V
2: yes yes it's yes. this this not easy for you yeah not easy for oh you this week oh my
0: god i love seth cohen and slash adam brody so much i really really do um but baby v you know she's she's just a fighter remember when she was canceled at the beginning of coronavirus and now she's on billboards yep. in times square times three because she plays three characters in her new christmas movie tis the season for vanessa hutchins uh, to get another victory
2: Oh, congratulations to the Princess Switch, Princess Switch 2, and Switchier Switch, Princess 3, Vanessa Hudgens. All right, Ben Flamberg, it is a star of the Princess, princess Switch, uh, Vanessa Hudgens, 33, versus NeNe Leakes, who is 55.
1: This is a tough one. It's a real tough one, you guys. And I had the pleasure of meeting Vanessa Hudgens this summer on a boat going to Capri. I didn't know it was her. She wanted to shake my hand. It was like in height right before the Delta pandemic. She struggles
0: with COVID. She struggles with COVID. She
2: does.
1: And I I was like, yeah, I was like, uh, I'm not shaking hands. You know, we're in a pandemic. And then she went and sat at the front of the boat. So I couldn't really tell how scrappy she was because she didn't really try to fight me. Um, But I still think that Nini would take this one. (laughs) Vanessa Vanessa would be posing for pictures in a really adorable boxing outfit that for sure would be exposing her fabulous midriff. And while she was taking the picture, Nini would just swoop in and with an undercut, take
2: her out. Uh, well, congratulations, NeNe Leakes, 55 years old. You have done it. You've taken out some very stiff competition this week, NeNe. Don't take it lightly. Um, well, thank you to NeNe for boxing her damnedest today. And thank you to my hosts, Sarah and Gwen, for helping me spill all of this piping hot snippet um, this week. Again, this is Travis Horton Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion, and favorite celebrities. Because after all, they're, they're just, just like
1: like
2: us. us. Uh, Ooh. we'll get it next time well thank you guys we'll be back next week with a year and review talking about you know the hottest stories of the Us Weekly Hot Hollywood hottest stories so join us for that and we'll see you next week